Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Urbaneton. Oh, I'm so excited for this episode because we will be talking about my number one man's Osuna. Yes, we will be talking about El Negrito de Ojos Claros today. Yes, sir. I'm excited too because he's not like my top artist, but like I know a lot about him and I actually do like talking about him. I think it's like he's done a lot of things. Yeah, he's a very talk. He's a very is that a, does that make sense? He's a very talkable person. But before we go over anything, I just want to um, let's talk about Billboard because he's had so many records with the Billboards. Yeah. Like doesn't even have like like he's in the book of world records right for like some of the stuff that he's done yeah i remember him doing that was it during like quarantine like pandemic time i feel like it was i remember him seeing posts i, I don't know i think he's been breaking so many records like during like these past years yeah he has one that i can't fathom is that oh these fathom, <laughs> fathom. <laughs> yes one i can't <laughs> fathom, fathom is that odise has been at the billboard latin like top latin album chart for 172 weeks Oh my god, how long is that? 172 weeks. Three years. It's crazy. Yeah, since it came out. And I looked, and it's right now it's 13 on the chart. That's crazy. For, that's pretty, like, that's a decent spot. It went how up. Old? Yeah, that's my favorite album. I'm gonna just say that already. I agree with you. I think that's a lot. I think that has to be everyone's favorite. Yeah. Like it, a classic listener, fan. That they would like all these things. Yeah, it's like the, I think it's the most complete. I feel like if you're also like wanting to start to listen to Osuna, that's a good album to start off with. Yes, I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's definitely something I think we should touch base on. So like uh, in terms of records with Aura though, the album that followed that, right now it's 47th at the time of recording on the chart. So the chart is at a 50. So Mm -hmm. it's towards the bottom, which makes sense. It has been on the Billboard charts for 120 weeks. Okay, yeah. Which is pretty solid. Yeah, for the mod since it came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that okay. Actually, no. Uh, I think I would as actually my number one, and then now Odisea is my number two. Okay. Because I feel like I was more of a Osuna like fan when Aura came out, and Odisea was the album that like got me to like like him. Okay. You get what I mean? Yeah. So why don't you describe? Because I-, I actually like hearing the story of when you first. Um, listen to Aura. Yeah, I just have such good memories of listening to that because beginning of August in 2018, mm-hmm. he dropped the album and I was on my way to New York City for a wedding that weekend and it dropped on a Friday, like Thursday night, Friday. And I literally listened to it the whole flight to New York and then like while we were like doing stuff, I just had that album on repeat my whole time in. And then so I, we flew into New York City and then we spent the day there when we got there. We did, like, a whole bunch of tour stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we went to upstate New York. So then, like, the whole way there, through, like, going, like, through these, like, super cool, like, nature scenes. I don't know. It just, like, really cool, like, going through, like, the part that we did. And, like, I was just, like, listening to Osuna. And it was just so calming. Just, like, looking at, like, all, like, the pretty, like, nature and, like, all the trees. And it was dark out. So it was, like, even more, like, spooky, you know? It was really nice. I like how he experimented with, like, instrumentals. Like, I would, I like, literally that song, his feature as a pianist. And it's my favorite song out of that album. Honestly, like, I didn't give that song enough love when it first came out. Mm -hmm. But then I listened to it again. And I'm like, how the, like, I have a common theme where it's, like, I listen to songs. I don't like them at first, but then I revisit them again. And I'm like, all right, I like them. And that's definitely one of them. I don't know what it is. It's it's so soothing. Mm-hmm. So melodic. Yeah. 
And that's my type of music, like very melodic, instrumental, like mm-hmm. soothing, like you said, and just like very, it like touches your soul type music. You know what? That song especially, <laughs> yeah, I would agree a hundred percent. It definitely touches the soul. I don't know. It evokes like certain like emotions, like when mm-hmm. you listen to it. I guess. I feel like it evokes, like I feel like to every person, I feel like it's a good song to evoke different types of emotions. Like, I feel like that's a type of song that's not like specifically about like love or like other stuff. It's like just kind of like everyone can make it like their own interpretation. You know what? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's open for everyone to feel whatever they want to feel about it. Mm-hmm. I just, like, pulled up the track list just to... I can't remember a lot of these off the top of my head. Like, if I see the song name, then I'll remember. Yeah. Um, Looking at this album, I saved every song except six out of 20. Oh, my gosh. I only saved... I, don't, I didn't save three out of 20. Fake fan. Fake fan. Call yourself a fan. <laughs> I even saved the Unica remix. I hated it when it came out. I don't know why. I just like, it's okay now. I listen to it now. It's all right. But like, I just, I did not like it when it first came out. Yeah. I think my favorite song, it still is, is Aunque Yo Me Porte Mal. Oh my God. That's yeah. like the cumbia one. I don't know why. It's so catchy. It like makes, it makes me happy. I feel like this album isn't. Isn't, like, Odisea in the sense where it's very, like, deep and, like, emotional? But, like, this album has, like, some elements of, like, personal story type, like, meaning to them. But I feel like most of this album is pretty, like, mainstream, pretty... Especially, like, all the features he has, like, Manuel Turizo, Mm -hmm. Winston Yandel, Anuel A, um, J Balvin... He has Akon, Cardi B... I didn't save that one, the one with Akon. I didn't like it. I like it. I think it's cute. I think I just like there. All these songs are very unique in their own ways, and I yeah. think it's just because like the features and yeah. Are you sick of La Modelo now? Uh, I was maybe like if you asked me like maybe a year ago, but now I'm just kind of like if it plays, it's kind of like a good like throwback song to me now. I've never gotten sick of it. I've always liked it. Mm. I've always liked it. I think it's really catchy. I think Monotonia is a good like heartfelt touching song. You know what? I didn't save that one, and I don't really remember what it sounds like. Yeah, it's a good one. I think Ibiza has two mainstream. I can't stand that song. It's That's okay. one of the ones I don't have saved. I like that one a lot, to be honest. But I agree with you. Like, if it comes on, I most likely will skip it. <laughs> oh my god! Really crazy. I was literally like humming this song in my head, and I'm like, is it by Osuna? Like, I just kind of like the melody just kind of like popped in my mind mm-hmm. earlier today. I was like, eh, I don't even know. Like, I'm not really paying attention. I'm just like humming the song. Yeah. And but it is from Osuna, and it's from this album. It's the song Besos Mojados. With Rakimi Kenwai. Yeah. I didn't save that one either. I don't really remember that one that well. It's good. I fuck with it. Sígueme los pasos. It's so weird. The like, I like the song, but what I enjoy most about it is the outro he has for Nati Natasha, where he's like Natina. Oh yeah. I don't know. I love. I fell in love with it the first time I heard it. I thought that was so fucking dope. It's just like the the way he does. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just his voice. It's the way he does it. You know what? Let's talk about his voice. Say someone comes up to you who's never listened to reggaeton in their life, and they're like, "Who is Osuna?" How would you describe them? I would say that he uses a lot of, like, vibrato in his voice, and he's very... Kind of feels like he's forcing his voice, but at the same time, it works for him and, like, his style, where he's just very, like... Like, if you think of music, like, as a... Like, obviously, like, the music scale, like, you know, when you, like, look at Sheenies, like, he's always, like, going up in scales, like, up and down with his voice. I feel like... Is that hard? I don't know much about, like, music in that aspect, but I feel like that's hard. Uh, it depends. 
depends like what you're doing or what you're trying to do. like if you're trying to go from like a really low note to like a really high note that's gonna be hard to get there all in one but like that's why you kind of like stagger it and kind of like go up and down like you know how like you've heard it like I've, you've heard like probably like in songs where like an artist will kind of like go up and then kind of go back down a little bit then, then kind of like sing a little bit higher again like higher yeah. than where they were yeah, that's how you kind of like kind of build like momentum no i think it's interesting it's not something it's particularly it's not something i know how would you describe then his style of music oh this is a, another thing about him like i feel like he's a very targeted has, he has a very targeted audience but at the same time he fits a lot of different groups of styles like he fits that simpy love heartbroken style that i personally love you know it's no secret yes it's like give me a reason to feel heartbroken when like i'm not you know but <laughs> Um, and then he also has like the very like mainstream vibe, just trying to get those number one record hits and stuff and trying to like collaborate with American artists. Yeah. You know? With, um, I think of that in Enoch and with that song he did with, uh, Sia and Doja Cat. Oh yeah. Del, mm-hmm. Del Mar. Del Mar. Del Mar. Yeah. I didn't like it personally. It's just catchy. I like it. I don't know. I don't think he has a target audience really. I feel like his music is so, he can do it all. So he speaks to everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, even to me, like, I love more, like, trap style. And then he can do it, though. Yeah. Like, he's proved that he's been on trap songs like La Ocasión. I feel like he is more targeted in the aspect that, like, people who actually follow him, like, as a complete artist. Not just, like, the songs that are popular, songs that he has a lot of features with. Like, because mm-hmm. people know him. We've talked about it before. Where, like, people know him as, like that main feature in song because he does so many choruses he does so many hooks for so many remixes that are super popular in the past yeah. like five years mm-hmm. i totally agree with you also as a king of the hooks yeah for real like think of a remix who's like th- the main part that's like you know who is it sosuna who starts the song they will tell you who starts it Osuna. um that one song with uh, mambo king's solita i think it's called mm. with bad bunny we seen he's in it something like mm, mm-hmm. so la solita something like that who starts it osuna as a scene remix who starts it osuna like like literally any popular remix you can think of osuna starts it osuna's the hook people know what he's good at and they're gonna use it to their advantage like why the fuck not if i was an artist like shit and osuna was like yeah i'll do a remix with you yeah bro like go first you gotta find your angle as an artist yeah that's his angle that's his angle <laughs> And there's nothing wrong with that. If it's going to make him bank and right. make him relevant and at the same time, like, going to produce quality music, then yeah. why not? Yeah. I feel like that's the thing. I feel like people always try to do what other people do. But, like, at the end of the day, like, you're only going to stand out if you're different than everyone else or there's something that makes you different. And, like, that for him, that's what it is. And I feel like people, like, shit on him, too. They say, oh, well, he's not that good of an, uh, sing- he's not that good of an artist and stuff like that. But it's, like... I feel like people don't look at it from that ex- perspective, you know? Why would why would people say that? That's bullshit, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, like, I've seen, like, a lot of... I mean, like, on TikTok, I, I don't know if, like, you've seen them, but they do a lot of... People, like, post remixes, and, like, they'll have, like... Or it'll be, like, a challenge of, like, put, like, your favorite songs in order, and it'll mm-hmm. be, like, different artists or, like, songs from different artists. And and a lot of, like, ones that I see, Ozuna's always, like, at the bottom. Why? I don't know. So what do you think makes him so popular then? One thing I think that makes him super popular, I feel like besides being an artist, singer, he's also becoming and has been a fashion icon. He might, he is so into that streetwear drip. Like, he's always posting about his sneakers, his drip, his necklaces, his jewelry. His his, jewelry. His 
clothing, his accessories. But he's been doing that for forever since mm-hmm. he... That's just kind of his personality. I feel like he's just a very flashy person. He is. I feel like it's just open to interpretation and what you like. Like, personally, I'm a fucking hype beast. And, like, him, like, getting all that drip, I think is dope. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, I like it. So it's like, if he's wearing that, then I find it cool, you know? Yeah. For sure. I think his jewelry is, it's so flashy and extravagant to the point where it's like, maybe people might find it like so obnoxious and boring, but I appreciate it in the fact that like someone took a lot of time and energy to make these really intricate pieces on his chains that he's Mm -hmm. wearing. I just think they look beautiful. Yeah. Like I see pictures of him like recently now with Enoch, he like had these really cool, nice custom chains where it's like. He has, like, planets, like, all over, like, his, um, Mm, mm -hmm. like, it's, like, a Cuban link. I don't even know, but it it looks so beautiful. Yeah. He even got one for, he did a song for, like, the new Tom and Jerry movie, and he literally got chains, (laughs) pen, 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 pendants pendants yeah, yeah that's what they're called he got chain pendants of literally tom and jerry and like literally all bedazzled out with like i don't know thousands millions of dollars worth of things. he's he's dropped at least a cool i wonder five... what his net worth is let's look it up look it up real quick What's he's, he's dropped has... millions oh and he's even said that he's like a really big collector of watches yes and there is an interview that i saw i don't know what the interview was but he said that what a lot of people in the industry do they will literally like swap each other their like watches or their jewelry their drip for like equal value they're like oh well if you want this let me get uh that uh whatever you're wearing Mm -hmm. whatever you're wearing he does it a lot with anuel him and anuel are obsessed with um with everything you know with drip and like chains i know he says that like he that the interview where i saw where he said that he's a big watch collector it's, he did it on a show from spain called El Ormiguero or something like that oh, okay and he said that like the interviewer asked him he's like okay like you like watches what's your most expensive watch he's like oh, okay well i got this like this uh automar piaget that's our ap that's like worth like three million dollars mm-hmm. or more and he's like what He's like, yeah. He's like, what? He's the the interviewer was pressing Osuna about questions. I was like, oh, so like, does this mean you're gay? Or like, people are saying in like comments that you're gay. So like, what's up with that? Like, let's hear it from you. And like, Osuna was like, oh my gosh, I. He was pissed. He was pissed because the guy was basically attacking him. Like, it was a the interview was going really well, and then the guy decided to start attacking him. And at first, when I first watched it, I was kind of confused. I'm like, I don't know if it's just the way that, like, Osuna's reacting and the way that, like, just the tension there. Like, I couldn't understand at first, like, if it was, like, actually, like, Osuna's getting pissed at this man or, like, that was just, like, Osuna's expression. My final thoughts are that he was pissed and his expression was, like, what the heck are you talking about? Yeah, it was authentic. So he did this thing. (laughs) Cabrón, soy gay. I love that he's like, cabrón, soy gay. <laughs> it's true. Like, if he's gay, he's gay. Like, who gives a shit, right? Right. Like, if he, I feel like he has so much self confidence that if he was gay, he'd have no shame to say, yeah, I'm gay. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's not. And if he was, great, cool. But he isn't. So great, cool. Yeah. It doesn't. It's not gonna affect anyone. It's not like I'm gonna be like, oh, soon as gay, I'm gonna stop listening to his music. Like, right. No. But then, you know, there's are, there are people. Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I know who you're talking about. It was He did it with uh, Mulosco. That's his name. Um, it's really funny that he was the one who pressed him about this because they've, like, they did that movie together, Que Leon. Oh, really? He's in it with him. Oh. So I assume, like, 
like like they had a good relationship you know before that you oh know? that's another good thing to mention that movie that he also has also an actor he's an actor that's some spice <laughs> okay continue yes as some spice to his name he's also an actor there's two movies in this what is this uh series not a series it's a when it's two movies it's called something like sequels sequels yeah yeah so he's in a movie called que leon basically mm -hmm. it's about he's a man who's trying to pursue a rich woman and she's like under control of her father and like he wasn't i feel like i think in the movie he wasn't like he didn't have that much money so it's like one of those type of movies mm -hmm. where so yeah it's a good movie and there's a part two i haven't seen the second one i haven't either so mm -mm. i'll have to check it out along with you guys so yeah the first i like i watched it i thought it was good yeah i love the first one yeah it was good it was really good it's uh, cute What's the second one called? I think it's literally called... Que like, Leones. Que Leones. Oh, like wow. Like two. Que Leones. Uh, and he promoted it with one of his songs. Oh, my God. What was the song? Vaina Loca. Vaina Loca, yes. That song was good. It is a good song. That one's from Aura. What I think is cool, too. Let's talk about how his albums have changed over time. Because mm -hmm. his styles are... If you compare the style and the music that we see on... Odisea, his first album, and we compare it to Enoch, the latest one. It's, I think it's very different. Mm -hmm. What aspects do you think it's like? How has he changed like over time? So as soon as I started songwriting at, when he was twelve, I feel like a lot of his early music were his early songs that he had written at a younger point of his life. So I feel like back then his original, his first album especially Odisea, there are a lot of like heartfelt, deep, meaningful songs to him. Like Odisea is literally about his dad who died when he was like three years old. Yeah. And like I mean, if you don't know much about Osuna, like he was born in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Uh, his dad's Dominican and his mom's Puerto Rican, so he's a little mixed baby. Yeah. His mom was actually like a prostitute, and he was raised by his grandma. Okay, I did. I knew his. Grandma raised him up from Odisea because he explains mm -hmm. all that. But I did not know his mom was a prostitute. That yeah. is something new. And fun fact, I mentioned it before in the first episode, but he is my birthday twin, March 13, 91. Well, and then he was born in 1992. I was born in 2000. Oh, and his real, full, like, his, like, legal name is Juan Carlos Osuna Rosado. It sounds very, like, Hispanic. Like, it's like a bougie Hispanic name. Juan Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I agree. Like Don Juan Carlos. <laughs> Don Juan Carlos. You fucking swear. Okay, Don Juan Carlos. All right, continue. Yeah, so that's a little, like, fun fact about his life. I agree with you 100% how, like, I think Odisea is definitely way more storytelling. Mm -hmm. I feel like each song has kind of his an, a story either from his past, what, what he's currently facing, and, like, it just, uh, a lot of songs evoke a lot of different emotions. Mm -hmm. Like, I think, Odi for sure, Odisea is definitely one of, like, the best tracks on the album that has, like, a really in-depth story. Like, you, if you really want to know what his life has been, mm -hmm. like, with fame and everything, listen to that song. And a lot, I feel like a lot of questions you have about him will be answered. Yeah, that's true. He's very honest and open in that album. I think so. But then I feel like after that, like, Aura is, like I mentioned earlier, very, like, the instrumental parts to it, the instrumental and the musicality is very well much there and inspiring, I feel like. But it's also very mainstream. And yeah. then I feel like from there, it just got even more mainstream in Nibiru. And then in Enoch, he kind of, like, took a little step 
back and made it like mainstream but also very like sentimental again i would agree with you that's what i mean by the evolution his changing like he's Mm -hmm. like he went he started off i think good and then like gradually went more and more mainstream yeah nimiru was like i used to shit on it a lot for Mm -hmm. being i used to think it was shit but like now it's honestly like one of my favorites i actually really enjoy that album yes it's it's definitely mainstream but i think it has really good tracks like una flor i think is like i don't it's so melodic i'm not usually into sad like really really slow songs like that Mm -hmm. but i really like it oh another really good song that's just a single is the bass oh my god Oh my god. Oh, that song is so good. But I feel like something that's been a constant for him, besides him just being having like a flu, like uh, his evolution, like a constant he's always had, and I feel like he's always expressed is like his how God oriented he is, and how, and like that. I didn't really notice that about him until I went to the Aura concert with my mom. That was fun. How was that, seeing him live for the first time? It was really exciting. Because it was, like, when I was, like, finally, like, a full, like, devoted fan to him. Oh, my God, that sounds so cheesy, but it's so true. Like, I was obsessed with him. Like, that was, like, my one of my, like, my peak for him. It was so much fun. And, like, I went with my mom. It was fun. Yeah, she knew songs that he was in, but she didn't really realize who he was in the song. Mm-hmm. And then she was the one who mentioned it to me. She's like, oh, I really like how God, like how he's all about God and all this. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And like, he's not like, at least like in like 2018, like, and then prior to 2018, like 2016, reggaetoneros, like they're very like disrespectful to women. And like, I feel like that's something Osuna has very held, has held a high standard toward is like not talking bad about women. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I really like about him. Because I mean, he's not like, I mean, a lot of reggaetoneros, they might have kids, but that doesn't, but that doesn't mean that they're necessarily like married and like have, you know what I mean? And he has that, he has a full marriage. He has children. He has two children. And like, he's very family oriented. You get that vibe a lot from his Instagram. He's always posting his kids. Always. Yeah. I feel like, I wonder what it would be like to be, like, his kid. I feel like sometimes, because I feel like what happened, like, sometimes I'll look at his post and I'll be like, how did this come together? And I feel like he'd be, like, in Spanish, you know, and everything. He'd be like, okay, come on, Sofia and Jacob. Like, <laughs> you're going to do this for me while you guys dance to, like, this song of mine. <laughs> or, like, he'll do post videos of, like, his song, like his kids singing his songs and he's, He'll be like, okay, I'm going to put the camera on and you guys are going to be singing this song. Remember, we rehearsed it last night for tonight. So, okay, I'm going to press start. Like, I just imagine, like, that's what happens. It's so, so you think funny. he stages everything, <laughs> is what you're saying. Yeah, because his kids are just like, ah. like, I don't know. Yeah, keep in mind, they're very young as well, so they probably, yeah, I feel like, like the, the daughter is, like, only, like, not even, like, six yeah, they're young. The kids are really young. I feel like they don't understand the magnitude of how famous and how yeah wealthy their father is, probably. Wonder what but I mean, like. like I feel like mm-hmm. the kids are very humble, too, for... And I feel like that's a big part of the mom. Because, like, the mom, like, I had to, like, say it's a bad thing, but, like... No, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but it's, like, she's, like, a normal person. You she know? is, yeah. She's uh, one of his day one... She's been with him since the beginning. Yeah, literally. Corazón de Seda, one of his first singles. That song's about her. Mm-hmm. He wrote it for her. Okay, so a little story time. Tez and I saw the man, Osuna. We saw him twice. Technically, we just weren't with each other at the Aura tour. Yeah. At the Aura tour, I was there, too. We were both there. 
just with different people. <laughs> Definitely with different people. The next time we both saw him was yes. actually together. We were together, yes. That was fun. We went to Los Dells Festival in Wisconsin Dells, Wisconsin. An all Latino artist festival in Wisconsin Dells and like some like campground open area. It was mm-hmm. really cool. It was really fun. They had like a Ferris wheel and a whole bunch of lights and they had a whole bunch of like stages and they had a whole bunch of like food vendors. They had some bomb food. It's good. And then, oh my god, a little side note. They had this small stage. I think it was like ran by Toyota. And we got the chance to literally be right in front of Jay Cortez. And we got to take pictures with him. It was an awesome experience. Yes. And then literally like right like that was the summer he basically blew up. So like yeah. I feel like that's the last time anyone's get to is going to like that was like probably one of the last times anyone ha- would be able to see him like that close in such a small audience. Yeah. We met him for free. We didn't have to pay extra money to do a meet and greet. No. Which was awesome. Yeah. And like you said, that's probably the last time that's going to happen because motherfucker blew up like like nothing. So yeah. it was awesome. I have a lot of feelings about this time I saw Asuna. Uh-huh. It was actually only the second time I've seen I've only seen him twice. This is the second time I saw him. Um, And I was a little pressed because I had noticed the night before he was doing a little performance in Las Vegas and I already had a feeling when I saw that he was promoting this performance in Vegas and he hadn't promoted that he was going to be at Los Dells and I'm like hmm he's probably going to put a lot more energy into this show rather than this oh some festival in Wisconsin that he has to do you know and what I predicted came true because my sir came late he was late to his own showtime. So fucking late, man. Oh my I god, was it was so annoying. It was so annoying, and then it was even worse when like so obviously like, the stage is high up, and like they have just probably like a black curtain, and you could see all of his trucks pull up when he finally gets to the, um, f- like the camping grounds where mm-hmm. the uh, festival was at, and it was so annoying. You could see the lights, all of them pulling in through the curtain, because obviously it's not like not like light canceling or whatever. Yeah. So you could see him pulling up, and then like that, you got like more into like anticipation, like okay, he's here, and it's, yeah. but it's like which car was he in? Because there was like probably like fifteen cars exactly. that came in, and then finally he comes out, and like I'm so excited, and we were pretty close, like it was a decent sized stage, no, we it wasn't were very big, hell. but yeah. it was very small, and we were had a pretty good spot, we were pretty close to like the gate, and. I'm so excited. They play the music. They like build that anticipation before he comes out. And my man comes out in what? My man, my hype beast, my fashion icon over here. What does he come out with? What kind of drip does he got? A hat, a hoodie, some sweatpants, and some sneakers. I mean, to give him credit, he was dressed in hype beast attire. Like he was wearing, I think, Versace sneakers. Okay. He was wearing a uh, neon green Balenciaga hoodie. <laughs> and I don't know. He was wearing a jean jacket, right? Or some sort of jacket over. Yeah, but I feel like he took that off early on. So I don't remember what it he was. He did take it off early on. Yeah. He was wearing some probably designer jacket. Who knows yeah. what it was. Um, and a backwards hat. And a backwards hat. <laughs> yeah. I was pressed. I'm like, this isn't. I literally was so upset on the way home. Because he was, was obviously she was the sad last as hell, yeah. performance. I was just like heartbroken i'm like this isn't the performance that i wanted i was expecting like i deserve better but it's fine i'm over it now i mean at least we saw him yeah but then what fueled me even more was when he posted his outfits from that night in vegas like he was wearing some nice he shit. was wearing some nice his fit was nice 
And uh, he, I mean, it's just, I felt like I was gypped out of a show because he was probably like super hungover. Yeah. Like, that's probably why he was late. I mean, I'm just speculating here, you know, whatever. But he was probably like super hungover and just like not, he was just doing probably like his basic routine. Like, I feel like that's something about artists. I feel like they have to have some like basic set list that they always go with. It's like a certain order that they always go with. Easy as that. I feel like that might have happened. Honestly, I think so. I but, feel like he just played a bunch of his hits. So that was a little story time about that. Yeah, that was a that was a fun experience though. So you've seen him for his Odisea or for his Aura concert, and then you saw him at Los Zells. And when else have you seen him? That's it. I've only seen him twice. I thought you saw him at like some, one of the other festivals you went. Oh to. my god! Yeah, I, <laughs> shit. Sorry, I forgot about that festival. Jeez, I feel like I know more about you sometimes than you know about yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> i forgot i forgot he was it's because i didn't really see him see him i didn't see his full set that's why uh. um so yeah at i saw him about a year ago now at this festival in mexico called flow fest sponsored by coca-cola but i don't i only saw the end of his set because i saw balvin set oh and then i only caught like the last maybe 20 30 minutes of osuna set oh, nice. and the first i thought of isa right away because at, at that festival he was fucking dressed to impress really yeah he looked nice as fuck Dang. he did he he looked really, he really gypped me he then. really looked yeah he fucked you over there he looked really good that like the first thing i i saw his what he was wearing he was wearing some like i don't know i just remember the color red he was wearing something red and he he looked good he he had like a good outfit and everything and he was performing snippets of newer songs that had just come out too oh nice not not the whole thing just like snippets he's like oh mexico a ustedes le gusta la de and he starts singing yo por ti tu por mi mm-hmm. and he's and then he plays the easy remix like like short little like 30 second yeah, parts that's awesome yeah that was cool and yeah like the last you know whatever i saw last it was it was good yeah i was really fucking far away obviously because <laughs> you got there late i got there late so but like it was still cool yeah i enjoyed it something that i really like about him that i kind of forgot about is seeing him live is just how like he interacts with the audience the kid when they brought the kid on yeah, stage. yeah they brought the kid on stage and also like he's just like very, he's like one of those artists that like talks a lot but in between like his songs i like that yeah me too i like that a lot i because i just i feel like it humanizes them yeah like they're like instead of like being like oh yo soy osuna it's like i'm just talking to juan carlos let's rank the albums you go first all right so my number four my least favorite and i'm not saying my they're all my favorites i love them all in their own separate ways but my least one would probably be Nibiru. And then my third would be Enok. Because it just came out. I'm getting used to it. I really like it. I love Una Locura. Oh my Oof. god, it's such a good song. Yes. Oh my god. Chencho. Oh my god. And then my number two is Odisea. And my number one is Aura. I just have so many connections and emotional connections and feelings to that album. What about you? I feel like people are going to fucking flame me for this, but I don't care. I will put enoch at number four not to say that it is bad i think it's really good mm-hmm. i think it's amazing una locura as well favorite song i love it it oh chencho and balvin fucking killed that track um like same thing with me it's newer so i'm still kind of getting used to it mm-hmm. um i will put nibiru at number three because i think it's like more like with you with aura it's sentimental that's okay. how that's how it was for me too uh i think yeah, there's just a lot. I think, like, he put, like, good features on that one. I, I really, like, like I said, I didn't like it before, but it's grown on me. I like it. So that's why it's number three. Out I will put at number two. 
close number two, right behind Odisea. So Odisea's number one. Nice. I just think it's it's a classic. Literally, if you put them two and two, like, ours are both flipped. It's kind of funny. Oh like, the last two are flipped and the first two are flipped. Too true, yeah. It's funny. That's so funny. I didn't even notice that. But, yeah. Odisea, I think, is a classic reggaeton album in, in general, like, for the whole industry. That's very true. Does that kind of conclude? Our... Our... Our spiel. Our spiel, our love, our devotion to our Sir Juan Carlos Osuna. Sir Juan Carlos Osuna. He gets knighted by the <laughs> queen. <laughs> yep. We're going to end with some quick news bites. So uh, recently, Arcángel was hospitalized and he posted a picture of him appearing to get some sort of CAT scan or MRI. I'll leave a link into in, in the description of the episode of the actual picture. Mm-hmm. I'm no doctor, so I honestly don't know which is which. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, in his caption, he says, Desde hace un año vengo batallando con un corazón enfermo y ahora una supuesta mancha en mi cerebro pendiente a Dios a diario que me siga enseñando el camino. I hope he gets well soon. I would not want Arcángel to die. Like, he makes really great music. It would be so sad. Another thing, Brian Myers was actually arrested recently on December 9th at the Muñoz Marin International Airport in Isla Verde, Puerto Rico, for charges of weapon and drug possession. So, oh, no. No, oh, no, exactly. Uh, so he was arrested when they found ammo, magazines, uh, weed, and guns in his luggage. So, But they mainly arrested him for not filling out like necessary paperwork for his gun because he does have a gun license and he does have a prescription like medical weed card so like he was good on like that note he just didn't fill out some paperwork and they released him right away like it wasn't a big deal so yeah oh and he forgot to move like some ammo he had like (laughs) he literally had ammo to a gun in his like carry-on luggage imagine putting that shit through tsa that's probably not good fuck that (laughs) so isa why don't you end it off by some like at the time of recording, we just found out about this. So this is, like, really crazy. Oh, yeah. So Osuna just posted it for the first time tonight. Mm-hmm. He posted that he is having a festival basically surrounded about him. Mm-hmm. It's literally called Osuna Cancun Fest, presented by Pollen. Um, it's going to be in Cancun, Mexico. It's going to be in 2021 may 20th through may 24th it's a thursday through sunday festival and basically you go to this hotel and you obviously when you pay for it, it's all inclusive so you get this hotel all these like wow. awesome things so you'll get to see from what i read of it you get to see osuna perform you get to see other other artists that he invites to perform and it's just four days of partying like they're, they're gonna have like pool parties beach parties all types of parties mm-hmm. so it sounds really fun i really want to go I just really want COVID to, like, go away. Literally. Literally. Please, COVID, go away. Honestly, it ruined my birthday. I didn't get to live it up for my 21st. Corona started on my birthday. Yeah, it did. You got the last, like, kind of hurrah before everything went to shit. Yeah, I really want to go. I'm just going to put the down payment for it and just be like, oops. I was looking at it. They do have monthly payments. Oh, well, I I signed up already for it. Oh, you signed up. I signed up. Oh, shit. This is a fan. (laughs) Take take back what I said earlier about being a fake fan. You've earned your title back as a real fan. Yeah, I uh, already signed up for like the pre-sale, and they said all I gotta put is a deposit, 
I'm How like, much? oh, well, I already have a deposit, so I have to go. Anyhow, all right, so let's end like we do every week with our songs of the week. Then, Isa, why don't you go first and tell me what songs you've been jamming to lately? So my first song is going to be a song that just came out within the past week. And I think I'm going to go with No Me Yama by Zion and Lennox and Mike Towers. So basically, I every week on Fridays, I listen to spotify's or no new music friday latin playlist and basically what spotify does they compile a bunch of songs that came out within that week and this song was on it and it was really catchy and i really vibed with it so that's my song for this week but my overall song of the week would go to it is a newer song uh it's blinding lights remix with Rosalia. Oh, I love that song. It's so good. She doesn't really speak in Spanish, I don't think, in the song. Maybe like a one small part. Not much, yeah. Yeah, but um, I just really like the remix. Her voice and The Weeknd's voice together it was really nice to listen to. Their harmonization. Oh, so good. It's a really good song. What yeah. about you? What are your songs of the week? My song of the week, um, same thing as Isa. Like, I always look at that New Music Friday Latin playlist. And then from that, I took Billetes by Playing Skills, Nikki Jam, and Nathaniel Cano. Oh, nice. I thought that shit went hard as fuck. I love the switch of flows. It's pretty trap. I don't know what it is, but lately, Nathaniel Cano has been like... I'm surprised. I don't know why. Like, if you know me, I'm not a fan of Corridos. Oh, my God. Do you have a boy crush on him? Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. Does he make you feel some type of way? Yeah, I get butterflies in my tummy when I listen to Nathaniel Cano. I don't know what it is about him. Like, his music just kind of... He's good. I like him. I think he's dope. And the song is really good if you guys, like, are into trap and, like, like, a good song that has, like, some sort of, like, switch of flow. I recommend it. It's really good. And then my, I guess, like, my overall song of the week then will be Tusi by Arcángel, Justin Quiles, Ladio Carrion, and De La Ghetto. I think, like, this song was, like, it made my rap playlist, of course, because, like, I listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just so catchy. It is. It's really, really good. It's, like, one of those songs where it's, like, yes, there's four guys on it, but each one contributes something different. So if you take one of them away, it doesn't sound the same, in my opinion. Love the song check it out check it out yes thank you guys so much for listening make sure to check out the playlist that we will leave in the description of every episode for apple music and spotify so you guys listen to all the songs that we kind of mentioned in this episode and anything else we include in there so we're gonna be having a little change up we're gonna be releasing episodes every other week so stay tuned or in two weeks yes our end of the year episode yes we are looking forward to this episode a lot actually Yes, highly anticipated. <laughs> highly into yes, highly anticipated. <laughs> it will be very anticipated. I'm very much looking forward to making that one. Every two weeks, guys, we're gonna be releasing episodes Friday at midnight. That's not changing. All right, see you guys next time.